Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right. few minutes till we find out what the groundhog thinks about winter staying or going. So we'll let you know as soon as, as we get that update from Pennsylvania. I think it's kind of cute. I'm halfway mocking it, but I think it's kind of cute that we still pay attention to that. It's kind of a throwback to the good old days, I guess. But, all right, 7.06 on this Friday morning, Groundhog Day, the second day of February 2024. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. Now, please do not roll your eyes at me uh, with our next topic. Because you don't hear about these stories many other places. And I've had a couple of people who've written to me like, John, you're obsessed with the Confederacy. I'm not obsessed with the Confederacy. I'm obsessed with fairness. I'm obsessed with Virginia history. I'm obsessed with stopping people who I think are very deviantly and with malice trying to harm fellow citizens to gain political power immediately and over the course of the next decade as they erase the history of Virginia and do harm to people who mean no harm in this society. So this next story falls into that category. And I, you know, a lot of people in this community and in the state of Virginia do not want to talk about this stuff because they're afraid they'll be labeled as a racist. Um, so that means it falls to me because, A, I don't care what names you call me because I know who I am. And, it, you know, if you listen to the show on a regular basis and you do one Google search about me, you ain't going to get away with calling me a racist. It's just not going to stick. And I refuse to allow that to intimidate me from talking about things that I think are important. And and the deviance that is on display at the state capitol and the hatred that is on display at the state capitol for other citizens here. So there's this bill that's working its way through the General Assembly that would strip the tax exemption status from the UDC. You know what that is? The United Daughters of the Confederacy. They have a headquarters over on Arthur Ashe Boulevard. It's between the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts and the Virginia Museum of History and Culture. And you remember, they were the ones that were firebombed in 2020. Their library was set on fire. The Civil War relics and artifacts and books were destroyed, many of them. And nobody in this town said a damn thing about it. Everybody just let it happen. 
Why? Because they're unpopular. So I don't know. I, I, see, I know what it's like to be unpopular. Maybe it's because I'm a part of the most unpopular minority group in the world for millennia. And I grew up in a time when you didn't wave your rainbow flag. And if somebody beat the hell out of you, no one was going to defend you. So I take umbrage when I see other people being treated unfairly because they're unpopular. And because the word is out that they're horrible people, when that may not be the case. And when it comes to the United Daughters of the Confederacy, these really dunce-like legislators, most of whom who have D's behind their name, stood up on the floor of the House of Delegates and said, the UDC is just like the KKK. B.S. That's not true. It's not true. So I've invited some people from the United Daughters of the Confederacy to join us this morning. And understandably, I think they're a little worried because they're such a target and no one else will stand up for them in the whole state of Virginia. So Don Deal is the Virginia Division president for the UDC and Teresa Roan, who I'm very familiar with, with a lot of different work around town, uh, who's a historian and, and is a member of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. I appreciate both of you joining me. Don, can I begin with you? Have I accurately stated what the bill would do? And, and if so, how would it impact your organization? Yes, sir. You did um, absolutely accurately uh, portray that bill. And um, quite frankly, we are worried because it will put us uh, paying taxes and a lot of taxes, which um, frankly would just probably devastate our organization. I mean, how many taxes are we talking about? Is there is is it the kind of thing that's just an inconvenience for you, or I don't know what your cash flow is like? Would would this crush you? Well, I, I think according to the paper, and I don't know how true the paper is, and um, it said that we would be liable for like fifty three thousand dollars worth of taxes, which is a lot of money for a not for profit. Mm-hmm. Correct for yeah. a non non profit. Do you feel? targeted here unfairly absolutely uh, i don't know why they're coming after the united daughters um we do a lot of good things i don't think people realize the good we do we get thousands of dollars and thousands of volunteer hours every year to va clinics hospitals nursing homes our ladies work in the food banks they work in homeless shelters they work in Shelters for Battered Women and Children, we, and various numerous other organizations around the country. Is there um, anything to this claim that you're like the KKK? I mean, really, is, is there anything Absolutely you would not. say, eh, I wish we didn't Absolutely. do this? Absolutely not. I don't even know where they're coming up with that. Now, I, in full disclosure, when, when I first started, when you all were firebombed, I made a point of going to a UDC meeting. The old reporter in me came out, and I said, Good. oh, can I, can I sit in the back of the room? Do you all mind? Everybody was nice. No problem. And I was waiting for something to happen, you know, where I thought, oh, my God, this is racist, or this is, you know, another insurrect. Like, you know, we hate the United States, and we wish we were you know, not a part of the United States or something. I didn't see any of that. I don't think anybody censored themselves because I was there. It was interesting to see. I think this is something that is happening because of ignorance about the contemporary organization. And maybe this is an opportunity for me to bring in Teresa Roan, who's a historian. Teresa, is, is this a, 
attempt to go back and punish the UDC because they raised funds for uh, Confederate statues following the war, you know, to commemorate the dead? I, I think that's part of it, but also they don't understand when when you when you look at the UDC we have five objects it's historical educational benevolent memorial and patriotic but uh, they don't understand also that we have a diverse membership almost every ethnic group um is represented in the UDC and what happens when they see me the first thing they ask well how many Blacks or African Americans or women of color, whatever you use, are members, and I always have to tell them I can't tell you because race is not on the application. Mm-hmm. So when and I for those who this, don't know you, I mean it's radio, so they can't see the obvious. You're a black woman. I am, and 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 the uh, it we just quietly go about doing the works, mm-hmm. and you know. I mean, we give scholarships for education. Um, we do so many different things, and, and we honor our men and women who have served in the military or are currently serving. We honor our first responders. We, we do a lot, we, we are, and we are diverse. And there are women of color that hold positions. I'm, I'm a past president of my chapter. Um, there are some that work on division level on the general level but teresa so, why why are you as a black woman in the udc i mean i know some people are just shocked probably and go are you self-loathing do you or do you hate america i mean what what makes you take this step and take kind of the abuse that i'm sure you take being being a part of this group um well you know it was a udc member that told me once she says well how long have your people been here and i said oh for a long time she says well i bet you have an ancestor and it never occurred to me to do my genealogy and so i i I took up the challenge and and found out that i did have one so i got a chance and this is this happens to all prospective members you get a chance to go to the meetings just like you did john Mm -hmm. and you get to know the the women and you get to to know the good deeds that they do, and and that's why I I ended up joining. And, you know, sometimes when people see me at conventions in in a hotel, you know, they scowl or or they frown or they're shocked, but they never take that step to ask me, except for one woman did, um, who, who we are and what we are about. And... I have to tell you, I sat through the subcommittee for the delegates the other week, and one delegate said the organizations that are protected are benevolent, patriotic, historical. And I thought, oh, my gosh, the UDC, that's three of the objects of the organization. Mm. So how is it that we're not protected? Yeah. Well, I'm about to run out of time, so I should ask Dawn, the the Virginia Division president, even if somebody hates the Confederacy, I mean, I think that's kind of, in the modern era, I think that's kind of rooted in ignorance and, you know, the, the, the generic understanding of the Civil War, which, you know, nobody studies anything, nobody reads any books anymore, so okay. But why should someone who doesn't want to have anything to do with you be concerned about you losing your tax-exempt status? 
if we lose our tax exempt status, they're coming after other groups after us. Yeah, I think that's right. You know, I got a, a message last night that the uh, Democrats in the General Assembly added Stratford Hall to the list. Stratford Hall and Stonewall Jackson, there were about four added onto that bill. So, the, you know, this isn't just about the UDC. And I don't understand what Stratford Hall, a big brick home where the the Lees, which, quite frankly, used to be the most famous and revered family in Virginia, uh, where they lived. Why would you go after a historic home and try to strip them of their status? There's something nefarious going on here. And look, you'll probably catch heck for being on the show with me, but I appreciate you standing up for yourself. And I'm going to stand up for you because I think this is wrong. Don Deal, the Virginia Division President of the United Daughters of the Confederacy and Teresa Roan, um, noted historian, African-American historian, and in the UDC. Thank you both very much. Thank, Thank you very you. much for having us. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, really, if you're, if you're thinking this is just about, oh, God, John's ma- going on about the Civil War again, think about your church. You think, you think these rabid leftists are going to allow you to be against them on trans policy at your church? And let's say you, your church doesn't embrace gay marriage. You know, I want to be in a gay um, marriage, okay? So it, it hurts my feelings a little bit that some churches wouldn't approve of that. But that's your business, not my business. I get to live my life. You get to live yours. My understanding is that that's what freedom's all about. I don't get to tell you what you have to believe. Or do I? As long as I get my rabid people in the General Assembly. That seems to be the attitude of the Democrats, and I'm warning everybody, don't let that happen, because they're coming after you next. It's 718 on this Friday morning. I'm John Reed, News Radio, WRVA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.